And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. She's a writer and producer who recently pretended to have COVID in order to boost her lefty clout and curry favor with the deep state or whatever. It's Robin Shore. And he's a comedian and writer who can be found most evenings in the giant vampire women subreddit. It's Jordan Morris. Tone Zone is here to show how, despite the ongoing pandemic, war, continuing disintegration of American civilization, the approaching total collapse of the global ecosystem, he is feeling a little bit cautiously optimistic these days. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board Love Bus, say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pants and pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little iced oatmeal cookies. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Becky Milner. Yes, I am on Patreon. Bonus episodes of the Friend Zone. And I just had Tony Thaxon, aka Tone Zone, in the Friend Zone. By the time you hear this, that episode will be available. We asked him all of your questions. We peppered him with questions. Is he on dating apps? I know the answer. And the people on Patreon know as well. Uh, there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. In fact, when Tony was here in person recording the Monday episode of this show and Tone Zone in the Friend Zone, the Patreon bonus episode, I sent a text to everyone saying, in person alert, Tony Thaxon is here. And then I tried to send photos of him and me. I tried to text them and then I kept getting error messages. And then I got so many texts back from people saying, what does in person alert mean? Because the photos didn't go through. Fun stuff like that can be yours if you uh, subscribe at the $10 level, which is the texting level. And then you can see videos of this episode right now. So far, what you've missed is everyone dancing, except for don't take this the wrong way, Tony. I'm singling you out, except for Tony, who was so still. I wondered, did his screen <laughs> freeze? I so- can explain. But I know it's not my turn. It's not your turn. Your turn will be 40 <laughs> minutes into the episode when I decide to introduce you. Anyway, um, yeah, so all of that. For the low, low price of whatever price you decide to subscribe at, there's different levels. If you if you s- sign up for a year, you get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. That's a good deal. That's right. I would like to welcome everyone to the show. What a fun group we have today. Jordan Morris, fresh from his newly renovated home office. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's good to talk to you. It's from one my home office. I can't wait to find out. I mean, you've got art, you've got wood paneling, you've got lights, you've got it all. That's true. I have and those three things count as it all. Art, wood paneling and lighting. That that con- that's that's it all, right? You've got thing. a microphone. The, you've got true. some kind of furniture and mm-hmm. you've got the computer that I'm looking at you through. Yeah. So I guess I do have it all. You have it all. Yeah. Oh, wait. When you moved your head for a second, move your head again like you just did. Oh, you've got a doorway. A That's window. True. I can. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can, I can get in and out of the room and also look out of the room. So... What is, I want to say Fabergé egg, but that's not what it is. Is <laughs> there some kind of egg that you look into and you see a scene? Like a diorama uh, that is also boy. a Fabergé egg. Yes. What are those? Well, I know there's the sugar eggs, right? Yeah. I used to get those from my grandma. And that sounds like a great MacGuffin for a movie. 
<laughs> like we need to steal we need to steal the Fabergé egg within the Fabergé egg. It yes. holds the key to open a portal or something like that. Well, by the I way, like there's I feel like there's a rush. It's a Russian thing. Um, yes. So fuck that. But anyway, <laughs> what I was going to say is peering into the egg yes. and seeing a scene. That was how I felt when I over your shoulder. I saw there's a doorway into another room. Jordan, yeah. congratulations on living in, a, in an abode that is clearly more than a junior bachelor. Thank you. Yes. Uh, it's a big boy bachelor. <laughs> That's actually my new name. If you'd please refer to me as big boy bachelor. Big I would love boy that. bachelor. And what I wanted um, to say about yeah. Portal is since you are a video game fan who yes. is into giantess women, clearly from the <laughs> intro. <laughs> um, so Portal is like I the one that... did enjoy the last Resident Evil game that had a enemy that was a giant woman what's her who, name dimitri dimitrov oh uh lady lady dimitrescu i believe something yeah, yeah. lady dimitrescu <laughs> i believe like it's not my back <laughs> tattoo <laughs> we've read your fan fiction is yeah. <laughs> is it in full size though because if so it's like she cut like you're like two-faced right the front is jordan and the back is lady dimitrescu if she is to size it's just her it's just her shoe print <laughs> It's her name and her shoe prints where she stepped on me. So I um that titillated a lot of people. I'm not yeah. a video game person uh, we've, mm-hmm. as we've discussed. However, sure, sure, sure. Daniel tried to get me into Portal when we first started dating. Oh yeah. And I wanted to it's like the game for people who aren't gamers. I couldn't even right. I couldn't even figure out how to move the little figure. The joystick was too hard for me. <laughs> yeah, I think that Portal I was think too that- hard for me. I think that a place a place that video games left a lot of people behind is like those first person type games where one yeah. stick moves the person and one stick moves the camera. I think yeah. that if you were kind of gradually eased into that through you know GoldenEye 64 and Ape Escape on the PlayStation 1 like that those t- types of games kind of eased that concept into gaming but if you know, the last games you played were, you know, something like Mario or Sonic or something. That is such a such a wacky concept right. that also can make you nauseous. That you sort know. of visual literacy, like right. um, Elliot normally watched... Well, there was a phase where he watched Peppa Pig, which is always from um, whatever the point of view that Mario was from. These are not mm-hmm. video games. This is just, you know, like yeah. YouTube Maybe you uh, maybe you'd say like 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 side scrolling. You would yes, say. yes. One would say. So then he was watching something where it was like cutting back and forth between characters, uh-huh. and he wanted to know why does it keep doing that? Like that was the first mm-hmm. time he had, oh, had you know taken note right. of that. Anyway, more where that came from. I don't know what that means. Robin Shore, hello, welcome back from the brink of death. Hello, I'm so happy to be here because it means I'm alive. I it's a proof of life <laughs> podcast. We so I I want to introduce everyone except for Tony because he doesn't get to talk till 40 minutes in. But then ah. I want to hear everything because yours has been a cautionary tale for me. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going off of like what I've pieced together from your internet stories, but my sense has been. You did not enjoy COVID, despite what everyone else has said <laughs> yeah, about weird. it. You didn't enjoy it. <laughs> it wasn't the five day cold I was promised. Okay, and and I and oh, I was God, very... such a hipster. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm kind. I was kind of whatever on COVID. I know everybody loved it, but. <laughs> 
I uh, I will say I I was very on the fence about sharing the COVID on social media because I'm like number one who cares number two who cares and number three COVID's over and uh, and yeah stop bumming us out (laughs) I think I asked you Allison I was like is it lame that I share that I have COVID and you were very um very very accommodating and said that I was doing a public service Mm -hmm. I feel like you are because you pointed out in your post that. Uh, if you could go back in time and not have eaten inside, you would have. Oh, God. Yes. And the worst part is, is the gaslighting that has come from saying that it was indoor dining. And I'm talking about gaslighting from my own in-laws who I was with because they didn't get it, but I got it, hmm. which lead, which is a whole discussion about airflow and vents and boring oh my God. stuff. Okay. But I... Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. So quickly, put it... Hang yes. on. Hang on. Right. Because I, I want to come back to that. Yeah. Let's just quickly bring everyone Please. in. Daniel, hello. Hi. Yes. Thank you. Full disclosure, as I was walking to the studio, no, to the, the office, which is how I get to the studio, I saw my kids saying goodbye to Dan. It was like 431. And I, I saw Daniel. Escape. What? I tried to escape. I know. I saw you running next door <laughs> and I was like, what's he doing? And then I was the reason we were all late. So, you know. I was I was halfway down the block and I said, now is not the time, DQ. This is a show to do. Pick pick your moment. Pick your moment. <laughs> right. Slip out under the cover of night. Well, welcome to the show. Tony, oh, hello. I lied about not letting you talk. You can talk. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're here. We're back on Zoom after an in-person. I know. We did one in-person. And not only did I see you on Friday, I saw Daniel on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? On Saturday... I saw Jordan. Yeah. What? We yeah. hung out. That's what? right. Whoa. So, Robin, you got to step it up, I think. <laughs> Invite me. I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, why aren't you seeing Tony? <laughs> yeah. Where did you guys well, go kinda hang rude, out? That's kind of rude. Kind of rude not to hang out with Tony. Wait, was this the thing you posted? I, Tony, you posted some stories of you playing drums. Is that where you guys yeah. saw each other? Yeah. And I it was I saw you playing drums to a Nirvana song and to a Joan Jett song and I watched those over and over and over. Oh. oh. Thank you. Yeah, it was yeah, our uh, friend uh runs a cover band night at uh Permanent Records Roadhouse here. Uh and li- they just get a bunch of people put together like three or four song sets by different bands and uh I got asked to play in the Joan Jett one and the Nirvana one, so I did those. That's so was there. cool. I was there. It was a lot of fun. We had a great time. That was one of two social things I did that day. What was oh, the yeah, other one? That's wow. right, because you were also at a birthday party earlier in the day. Yeah, so I let me... And, that, and, and, and I had a weird social moment that seems like it is was tailor-made for this show. Oh, my God. I need to hear... Well, wait. Yeah, we could. Okay, we could. Again, there's a lot of things we're saving. Yeah. We're going to get to it. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm gonna modular make, pods of a show. I'm going to yes. make Just a note. Let me of know. It. Okay. Make a note. Jordan, what should I call your social moment? Jordan's social moment? Um, Let's call it. Let's call it. Let's call it Pasadena douchebags. Oh, okay. Pasadena. Oh, mm-hmm. I like it already. That's a tease. That's a tease. A nice regional tease. Bags. Yes. And then we have Tony Screen Freeze. <laughs> what? Where when I thought your screen was frozen and you're gonna explain. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And then we have Robin COVID. And oh, then <laughs> I have a couple things. Um okay. Tony, let's just hear it. 
Oh, you yeah. were going to explain. That's not. Uh, well, it's it's there's two things to it. One, okay, I never dance. Two, <laughs> uh, uh, the I updated my computer and the soundboard that I use to do everything. I because you know we play the crowd noise at the beginning, mm. and then when I start the song, I have to hit fade on the crowd noise, and the fade button is just gone now. So like I have to like carefully manually do it and uh, try to not screw it up and stop the song and all that. So I was focused on that. Now. I, every time we play those songs, I do the air drums to try to impress you. And you never comment on how good it is. Well, see, there's another reason we got to get back in person because I'll and be able now, to see it way more easily. If anyone is wondering, wow, Allison, you get to work behind the scenes with the original bad boy of podcasting, Tony Thaxton. What it's, what's it like? I'll tell you, this riveting story he just told, that's the second time I heard that. I also got to hear it. In person before we recorded. You asked. I know. You made it sound like it. There was something to it. There was because you asked why I wasn't dancing, and that's part of the I reason. I hadn't heard it. I hadn't heard the story. You're right. I'm sorry. I never said it was a good story. <laughs> it's just the truth behind what was going on. I appreciate the transparency. If I'm you need more of that, please check out the Monday show with Tony. In person, we took your calls. It was such a fun show. It was such a fun time. Um, I feel like, Tony, for you, after being here, recording with me, seeing Daniel, seeing the kids, what a drop-off your next night must have been. No offense, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't compete with that. What do I got? What am I bringing to the table? A story about a giant vampire lady that only exists in a video game? That's all I got. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Try hard. Try harder. Okay. So, Robin, please tell yeah. us everything because oh, God. I need to know everything. I, I want to know what the meal was. Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say where we were because it's a great local neighborhood restaurant and we were really excited to take Sam's parents there and everything was going great. Pizzas, pastas, just a delicious Sunday night dinner. And then I would say like halfway through our meal, this table, I, I can only refer to them in my head as a table of machine gun Kellys. They like wow. all looked like machine gun Kelly. It's a very vivid like a t- picture you've painted. It, it, it could, it was so clear. They, these 12 guys, these punks, they just sat down, you know, were they six feet away? They weren't, but we were in a restaurant and then, so that was Sunday. And then Wednesday I started to feel weird. Um, but I, and I didn't know how to do my Walgreens COVID test. And so my dear friend Liz, uh, and I did it over FaceTime. She taught me how to do the Walgreens test. And as we're just waiting, you know, waiting for that, for that 15 minutes within, I'm not even kidding, five seconds that the positive line came up. Oh, it's that's like, what happened they, to it, me it, too when I had it. Yeah. I've it heard it's very fast. More, very fast. And, you know, I still had meetings the rest of that day. And, like, the rest of the day, I was like, I have COVID. Ah, like, who cares? I'm going to be fine. And then <laughs> and then it just got really bad. Like, I, I had to have my dog stay at her dog walker's house for a week because I couldn't walk her. Mm. Um, couldn't go outside. Bo- uh, body aches, chills, and 
most importantly, a kidney infection and a stomach virus. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, my God. All, oh. all brought on by COVID, which I think people don't know. I didn't know. But, like, yeah. both doctors, like, you know, my gyno and my stomach doctor, because as a Jew, you must have a stomach doctor on call. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why can't – I mean, I didn't have an appetite for the first week, but the second week when I attempted to eat, like, a soup or a macaroni and cheese, it wouldn't stay down. And he was like, I've seen this with a lot of patients. It's just part of COVID. Like, that was his explanation. Like, your stomach flaps aren't opening fast enough to take in the food. It so, affects oh, the flaps? Jacking. Yeah, I didn't it, even it, know there I've were never flaps. heard that COVID affects the flaps. Yeah, you get inflated flaps. <laughs> I got inflated flaps, inflated everything. Why isn't so Fauci telling my, us this? My I, last this. day on antibiotics is today, so this is a big celebration. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, Although, wasn't it like a, a month ago that you had it? No. I Well, I tested positive on February 27th, so this is the end of week three, actually. Oh, uh, my sense of time. This is the beginning time. of week four. So, my yeah, sense of time been, has distorted, uh, it's yeah. It's been kind of a month, but but that everybody should know if you get COVID, don't try to do the laundry because you're lonely <laughs> and you want clean clothes. Don't try and unload the dishwasher because you think your house looks gross. Just rest and just sleep. I've never slept so much in my life. I still have to like take a nap every day and I'm exhausted all the time. <laughs> but I feel so much better. I got a mobile IV that came to my house on Friday to fill my veins with minerals and vitamins. Wow. And I think that's part of why I feel a lot better. Does but- your brain feel smaller? <laughs> no, I mean probably, but why uh, brain that, fog? That happens. That's one of the yeah. yeah that's like right. They're saying Wait, that what? Yeah, the brain isn't can that shrink? Isn't that, oh, aren't they saying that's what did. causes long COVID? Long COVID is is something that's like I, as far as I understand, is not fully defined yet. It's not, um, and it kind of is like a catch-all to describe all sorts of different chronic issues. But one of them yeah. is they've. Uh, it can be a brain shrinks a little bit. I can't wait for that. It's shrinking <laughs> as we speak now that I'm aware of it. But my doctor told me that I may have to go to the long COVID clinic at UCLA. Mm. I don't want to go to that clinic. Oh, I don't want to go to any clinic. What goes on there? I don't know. I didn't even look it up. I'm like, I ref- like on day two, I woke up and I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then it just like, it's like being punched in the face <laughs> and going down oh, and not being able to get up. Um, but, you know, I'm happy that, like, I have a friend who got it this week and his case is mild. I don't know why I got hit so hard, but people have postulated that I had Delta, that somehow I still oh, have the Delta variant. Interesting. Um, right. Because Omicron. It's kind of retro. Is spo- yes. <laughs> look at you. Because Omicron is supposed to. I even told you that yeah. I know of someone who got Omicron and it was extremely mild. That's yeah, I was hoping for that Omi, but Del- I, I didn't lose my smell or sense of taste, but I also didn't need it because there was no way I was going to be eating that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, let me just say, it was a drag. And if only, like, I should have just taken Candace Cameron's advice and taken a walk in the sunshine. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was that Why simple. Didn't Why didn't you do it? Yes. It's so simple. It's the same advice when I was on a show many years ago and was going through a bad breakup, he, this guy said, I don't understand why anybody could ever be depressed in Southern California. Just take a walk in the sun. Oh, so it makes me so depressed. true. Yeah, it makes you um, depressed. It's like too much damn sunshine in my life. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Arizona. Um, well, two things. 
one, I know that COVID can weaken your immune system. And so what happens is latent other things that are sort of in your system can cause infection. So it's like a secondary yeah. effect of yes. COVID is what sounds like. You That's kind of what happened. Yeah. And number two, and this is crazy. Omicron has killed more people in the U.S. than Delta. Oh, oh my gosh. So we think is of that it as unvaccinated being, people probably. Yeah. Unvaccinated people. But all still. I can see, yeah, if that's crazy, I didn't realize that. All I can say is uh, for anybody out there who's on the fence about getting vaccinated, when I felt it, it was day two, day three, and day four that I felt it in my chest. And you know what? I can share pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I took a picture of myself every day. Patreon.com um, slash Allison Rosen. Hello. Oh, my God. Uh, as I pull them up, I'll just say, um, as I felt it in my chest, I um, was like, how this is like a horror movie for anybody that's not vaccinated. It felt like spiders in my chest. And for those people who knew they were kind of going to die because oh. they weren't vaccinated, I just can't even imagine what they were feeling. Um, Jennifer, so should I show you these pictures? Yes. Now, Jennifer Aniston on The Morning Show, fictional, <laughs> said it felt like fire in her veins. Did you feel a fire <laughs> in your veins? No, I felt dead in my veins. Okay. I felt, yeah. I never thought I was going to die, but we were hovering in those areas mentally. Jeez. You know, you, you didn't bad. feel it in the veins, veins. You more felt it in the flaps. In right. the flaps. Pirate my flaps. flaps. Some people feel it in the, yeah. Now, the here's veins. the thing. I hope as I share these photos, we will see them as funny and not, because I posted a picture of me looking cute in college and then a picture of me with COVID and was like, guess which one is me with COVID? And I thought it was really funny. And so did my boyfriend. And then like hmm. everybody was like, oh my God, I'm so sad. Like it, they took it really seriously. So when I show you these photos, just know that I'm okay. And I took these photos because I thought they were funny because I'd never felt so horrible in my life. So can you see? So that's oh. one. <laughs> Wait, let me get the glare out. This yeah, looks great. One. This looks great. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's great. Jesus okay. Your new headshot. Uh, this is number two. Just oh. fully just. Um, sorry. It's another yes, one. Yes. You don't look happy. And then. You look like you just. This is. This is a fave. Oh. Well, maybe if. Well, I'm oh, just saying. Man. I think it's. I think. That's I think a lot saying? of. A lot of it's the lighting. So maybe if you the just lighting, got yeah. out in the sunshine. Right. What's, have or you had a ring light. A vitamin D supplement. That had, that's yeah. the one. You um, look like Megan Amram's uh, uh, avatar. Photo. Oh, really? Um, this in was, you can't tell, but I'm crying. There, oh. I'm really crying. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, these look unhappy. Oh, no. Uh, and I think that was the end of, I think that was the end of the COVID photo Oh, yeah, this was the last one. <laughs> so now no one else got it, though. No, thank God. Um, and I, you know, no one believes that I got it at that restaurant that night, but I only went for the rest of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I went to Whole Foods in the morning with a mask on and self-checkout. So I don't know what else it could have been mm. except Machine Gun Kelly, who gave me COVID. If anybody knows a bunch of Machine Gun Kellys <laughs> in the LA area, check on them. <laughs> what, is what does that they guy do? To. Is he a DJ or something? Machine he Gun is Kelly? like a rapper? Yeah, I think he's a rapper who then who then kind of moved into being like a screamo 
guy. What's a screamo? Uh, screamo. Well, like uh, that's is that like a, emo a, but more screamy? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's what one of those bands where one guy sings and one guy screams. Oh, yeah. yes, know, I know kind exactly of, what you mean. Kind of, kind of a maybe mid two thousands. Those yeah. were real popular. I think he does that now. And but he I can be wrong. is with Megan Fox, and he gave her that ring where it has thorns on it. But if she tries to take it off, it'll like cause her pain. And I'm like, is that real? Because there are times wow. you take your ring off, like to clean it and stuff. It seems like this seems apocryphal it, to me. It seems like a great way to start a union, you know? Like if you take this <laughs> yes. off, your fucking finger's gonna fall off. <laughs> right? Threats of violence. Could it yeah, possibly it's... cause more pain than it's caused putting it on? Oh, mm. good point. Listen, speaking of discomfort, uh, I want to tell you guys about something that will help you sleep comfortably. Uh, women are at higher risk of poor sleep quality and sleep deprivation due to hormonal changes that disrupt the circadian rhythm, negatively impacting overall health. This can later lead to hot flashes and night sweats in up to 85% of women making sleep seem impossible. You know what else makes sleep seem impossible? When you have a husband that I'm convinced. All right. <laughs> I am convinced he was like running in his sleep because I felt the I'm training. I was what were you <laughs> what'd you say? I said I'm training. Yeah, I felt the covers being pulled down from the foot of the bed. I don't know what you were doing, but thankfully it did not happen last night. Um and even if you put the cell phone down and turn the lights off, your body still needs one final trigger to let it know we can sleep now. The trigger is a decrease in temperature, which hacks your primal response and convinces your body that it's finally bedtime. This is where chilly sleep comes to the mm. rescue. Their team helps people from all walks of life achieve better sleep, whether you're a new mom or you know a mom or just hate tossing and turning in sweaty sheets. So chilly sleep, it's so innovative, makes customizable climate-controlled so sleep solutions that help you improve improve your entire well-being. They make the Uller and the Cube sleep systems hydropowered temperature-controlled mattress toppers that fit over your ex- existing mattress to provide your ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power you through your day. As part of the overall scientific study conducted by Wake Forest re- researchers, Chili Sleep's cooling bed products were shown to significantly reduce the frequency of night sweats by 86% and the frequency of hot flashes by 64%. Women involved in the menopause study said Chili Sleep's bedding products made significant changes to their sleep patterns and sleepability. Some 57% saw a decrease in severity of hot flashes. Um, so this stuff is great. It actually, it has, you put water in it, you put it on your bed, it's so comfortable, and then there's a unit and then there's an app and you can... Uh, put it exactly to the temperature you want. You will be so comfortable. You have never, I've never slept better except for when Daniel tried to run a marathon in the middle of the night. But thankfully I just adjusted my trusty app to the temperature I need it to. And next uh, with the next update of the app, I'm going to adjust it to my husband will not be training in the middle of the night. And then I'm just kidding. That is a joke. No, it's so good though. It is like, it's perfect for me because I am so particular with the temperature that I like to sleep 
at. Head over to chillysleep.com slash best friend to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new Cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for Allison Rosen's new best friend listeners and only for a limited time. That's chilly, chilly, C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash best friend to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. Okay. I think it's time for Pasadena douchebags, Jordan. Yeah. So, so yeah. So before I went to see Tony's cover band show, which I really loved, by the way, Tony's great. All the bands were great. It was so much fun. Uh, first like live music I've seen in a while, and it was just just so invigorating and 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 terrific. Great night. Um, but before that, I went to just a like friends like birthday party backyard barbecue. It's very just like down the middle social event that was also just like thrilling in a way because I hadn't done something like that in so long. And, and just every little like moment was kind of exciting. I'm like, Oh, I brought drinks and I don't know where to put them. How, look at this. I brought drinks and I don't know where to put them. <laughs> How novel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and I was just, and, and so I was, and you know, it was, it was, it was, I knew a lot of people, but there were also a lot of like casual acquaintances I haven't seen in a long time. And like people whose names maybe I don't know, like I could take a guess, like maybe your name is Andy, like a lot of those types of people. Um, and I was just having this chit chat with like a friend's husband. So you can kind of like, judge the level of chit chat we're having like sure just kind of like finding something to talk about because we love it are the only yeah we're the only people at the party who aren't talking to somebody so we're we're giving it a go and i like this guy and he's being very like nice and we're chatting and 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 it's good i don't think he's like being being like he's not trying to big time me in any way up until this point Mm. But I, so my, you know, the thing I chit chat about when I need to chit chat with people is that like I moved to Pasadena. It's like been a year, but I still say like, I just moved to Pasadena because, you know, if you're, if you're an Angelino, like you have opinions about that and you can, people, you know, everyone's like, oh, I've heard it's nice up there. Uh, and, and, and like the thing I can kind of pull out is like, yeah, Pasadena is great. Here's the deal with the restaurants I've found, and like kind of the deal with the restaurants this is, is the- fertile conversation topic. Yeah, yeah, I've so. uh, yeah, I've, I rehearsed this in the mirror. <laughs> 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 so the deal with Pasadena is like if you if you live in LA, you know, it's like it's 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 a little bit of an older clientele. It's you know, it's it's the hipsters are kind of somewhere else. The 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 like hyper kind of richies are kind of somewhere else. So it's kind of this kind of liminal space with a lot of like old entertainment lawyers. (laughs) And so I, I, in general, I really like the vibe, but like eating is a little, like there's a couple kinds of restaurants that are a little bit hard to find. Like Pasadena has great like breakfast burritos and like diner burgers and kind of stuff like that. Pasadena nails, just nails it. But, like if you wanna if you wanna go like out for kind of a nicer date night with a bunch of machine gun Kellys, yes. then then it's a little bit harder to find a spot. There's a couple good ones, but nah, you like know, Burbank. so like, huh? It's a little like Burbank. 
Yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit. Maybe a little bit of a similar vibe um, of kind of like, yeah, like everyday food, really, yeah. really great, but special event type stuff, it's a little tougher. Um, but Robin, I do, after we hang up, I do want to know where that Me good too. Italian place is that you got COVID. Same. I'll tell you. Um, anyway, uh, so I'm like, I'm like explaining this to the guy and he's like, really, there's nowhere nice in Pasadena. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's a couple of places and then there's, there's, you know, some places on a, on a kind of a main drag and they turn into clubs on the weekend. And I'm like, and everybody there is, you know, it seems like it's, it kind of caters to douchebags. And he's like, well, you could get in there. What? And I'm like, what do you, I'm kind of, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like you could like get into a douchebag club. You already got the shirt. <laughs> I was like, I'm what? So He's like, right wow. Now. He's like, that shirt I'm you're serious. wearing, like they'd let you into the club. Can what? I, sh- no. can I show you the shirt? Yes. Yes. Okay. I need to get the shirt. It's going to take a second. I'm, I'm going to get fine. the shirt. That's okay. fine. I'm more, more upset at this story than I am at having COVID for two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this is not okay. Oh my it's god! But while okay. he's gone, we are really looking into the Fabergé egg of his house. There's a hummingbird <laughs> okay. poster. I'm back. I'm back. Or painting. Yeah, oh, we we were admiring stuff. your house. Oh, thank you. Uh, so this is the shirt. This is not a douchebag shirt. It's, it's adorable. adorable. It's like it's a black. Adorable. Thank, thank is that you. A button down short yeah, sleeve? it's a it's a button down short sleeve. I it's think kind you of, have this shirt, Daniel. Yeah, I have shirts just it's like really that. It's really cute. Yeah, I, I want to get it for Sam. Also. Let's well, Daniel, see it. Daniel, you and I need to go to go to the <laughs> go to the douchebag clubs, <laughs> do some do shots, <laughs> do some yeah. blow in the bathroom. That. Hold it up. Like, what was the shirt he was wearing? It's like a normal shirt. It's like it's yeah, this I think shirt. this shirt screams which is all I want to get across with my clothes is like I'm a normal man who's a little bit fun. Yes. That's all I want to <laughs> say with my clothes. <laughs> pretty, Wait, pretty, can you hold accurate. it up so we can get the yes. full I need the full shirt. <laughs> we need full again, shirt. What was full this shirt. guy wearing, by the way? Great yeah. reason to join Patreon so you Great. can see the Patreon. shirt. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. It's worth seeing. It's worth seeing. It will okay. infuriate you. It's, it's, it's so cute. What a, what a Has Jordan never held up a shirt? <laughs> what am I doing wrong? How am I well, fucking up the you, shirt? You're holding, holding it up backwards, but it's okay. I can. I get the okay. vibe. Like if it was made out of silk or something. I yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's kind of normal. a softer it's a material. That I think also, it's a normal shirt. Yeah, that shirt also shirt. says to me, "I respect the seasons, and we're in spring now. Yeah. We are, we are in spring, and the, I am a man of seasons." Thank you. Yes, but, that's a nice seasonal shirt. But also, Cadbury egg of shirts. Why did this is a a lot of questions here? Right. Why yeah. did he turn on you? I just don't understand why he decided. You know, this sort of reminds me of like when I was very young, maybe on a date. I felt awkward and I'd be like, I don't want to just be like a nice girl. That's boring. So maybe I'll like periodically try to be mean because that's more interesting. Like, <laughs> has he never had a conversation with a human being before? What's happening? And, and, and again, yeah. we're all a little out of practice. We're all kind of like getting, yeah, you know, socializing is it's 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 a little we're all a little bit shaky and and I get it. And yeah, and I, maybe there was just kind of an element of. Of he's like, oh, I know this is a comedy guy. I'm gonna like was roast he, him a little bit. Is he nagging you? 
He might have been negging uh, me. Was he trying to sleep with me? Because <laughs> right, it worked. I'll just say it worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, right into his trap. Okay. So I, I, what's the, the question that has been posed? What kind of shirt was he wearing? Yeah, what, yeah, what was his outfit? Gosh, I'm trying to remember. I think, boy, he is, he's like a music industry guy. And I, I vaguely remember him being like a little bit rock and roll, like a little bit like, uh, you know, like black t-shirt. You know, maybe a cup, a little bit of jewelry. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. that's more douchey it. than what you were wearing. Yeah, I know. I know. yeah, right. This is the pot calling the kettle douchey. <laughs> so here's here's what I want to know, Jordan. I'm yes. gonna, I want to know what your internal. I want to know how you reacted. So I'm going to say what he said to you, and I want to see your reaction. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet you could get into those clubs in your douchebag shirt, those Pasadena douchebag shirts. <laughs> Yeah, can't wait. I just take it. I'm a doormat. I just like, I take and I don't want anybody to be mad. So I'm not going to like get into it with this guy. I just laughed it off. I kind of took the roast and I internalized it. And now I'm complaining about it on a podcast no, several days later. No, you're expressing it. You're getting it out of your Thank system. You. Yes, exactly. But oh, this I, is my I therapy. think the move would have been like. <laughs> oh, this is my therapy. <laughs> this is the your move- self-care, Jordan. This is my self-care. Yes. I do actual therapy. I'm making fun of people who say that. Anyway. But it would have been hilarious if you were like, you know what? Let's fucking go. Let's go to the club right now. You and me, like, man. Hop in the car. Leave it. your leave your kids here at this barbecue. He had like he had like three kids with him. He's I'm like, leave your kids at this barbecue. Let's head on up to Pasadena and let's yeah. do some fucking blow on Colorado Boulevard. <laughs> That's some projection, I think, with the mm. three kids. He was wishing he had time to wear a, a shirt as whimsical as Thank yours you. and go to a club. Thank you. Yeah, you can't wear such a cool shirt if there's you know kids spitting up on it, spilling right. chicken nuggets on it. That's he, it. Was but jealousy, pure jealousy. It was. Did you get the sense that he's like a passive aggressive, angry guy underneath it all, though? I don't know. No, I mean, I think. I think there's just like I think there's just a caliber of like status dude who who just like kind of ca- takes casual shots in conversation. But you why? know, I think it's just I don't know. I mean, I I think sometimes it's a like a like when someone who's not that funny wants to be funny, they kind of try some things. Mm. Like you, there's these like strategies you can yeah. tell when, and I and I think a lot of like, a lot of like straight dudes think they should be funny all the time, and especially basically, like you sat around someone yeah, who they know and is none a of ba- like basically no person is funny, M- basically no one, but like you know, and so I think uh, yeah, and I think there there's these things they go to, and it's like meanness or it's like shots or it's roasts or like repeating memes or saying bacon you know it's like this like it's stuff like that there's just a little like bag of tricks that you see someone pull out when they when they think it's like time to be funny there's nothing worse than a guy who was told in high school that he was really funny. Yeah. There's nothing worse. Yeah, sure. And and those guys, I think, go through the world. They're like, I'm I'm funny. And then I I, I I've said on a few occasions more than I'd like. Um, I've said the something along the lines of like, if you're gonna make a joke, it's gotta make me laugh. It's gotta be funny. There's no, right. fu- the, uh, uh, you know. But it takes a lot of balls to say that in the moment. I think, mm-hmm. um, and I don't usually do it. But it's, I hate when guys really try and I hate it. I just hate it for you. I hate it for you. Thank. You. But he, 
And now I'm going to feel... I, 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 I hope I have the strength to wear the shirt again because I think it's a good shirt. Oh my God, Jordan, you have to wear the Absolutely. shirt. Absolutely. You have to. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I will take it personally. Wow. Because okay. I but I do believe... Who makes that shirt? Is it Bonobos? It's I, uh, This this might add a little credence to his argument. It's a J. Crew. Oh. What's wrong with J. Is J. That Crew? A, is that a douche? Maybe he was reacting to the brand. Is J. Crew associated with... How did he with, know the brand? It doesn't unless, say J. Crew on it. I don't... No, I think that's a fine more- brand. Down the middle than Jake. Down the I, middle. Yeah. I think Daniel has that shirt, which is why, like I said, I, I believe you don't. You do or you don't. I have a similar shirt. What I again, I will take it personally if you don't wear it. Okay. I'm gonna wear the <laughs> I shirt. Think you do it to, for I, me. I think you need to try. I think you need to. It's like uh, you got to get back on the horse, but yeah. the horse is a shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to ride that shirt all the way to the Rio Grande. <laughs> the metaphor is yep. falling apart a little bit, but I understand. What no, you mean. The, you'll find another shirt in the Rio Grande. <laughs> right. Now, yeah. what's this guy's wife like? Um, <laughs> This is a thing where I have to tell you who his wife is after we get done with the recording. <laughs> oh, I can't oh, wait. Boy. The answer is oh kind of wild. The answer is kind of wild, actually. And so I hate to famous. I hate to I hate to do this to like the listener because it fucking sucks, I realize it, but like it's it's pretty good and they're all gonna like it when I tell them after the after the recording. Because <laughs> she so she's, she's famous a- is what is where what where yeah, this is headed. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh yeah. So just for my own because I'm forgetful, we need after the show, we need to find out where Robin got COVID and mm. we need to find <laughs> out who the douche uh, he's the douchebag. It's a transitive uh-huh. property, who the douchebag's wife is. A reverse douche. Yes. Okay. Um, listen, <clears throat> this guy, I hope he, even though I don't like him very much, I hope he feeds his kids nutritious quality food. For example, Little Spoon. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid delivered right to your door. Little Spoon makes healthy mealtime easy at every stage, saving hours in your week and all at a reasonable price. They're also the most flexible company. You can pause, modify, or cancel or skip at any time. Most of the baby or kids foods you get at the grocery store is heavily processed and often on the shelf longer than your little one's even been in this world, which is not cool and not the quality nutrition our kids deserve. Little Spoon makes everything fresh and uses absolutely nothing artificial. It's just like homemade, all delivered to your door and ready in seconds. Pop your meals in the fridge or freezer and use them when you're ready. It's that easy. Little something about me, Daniel, back this up. When we met, (laughs) when we met, a little something. Oh my God, this is super embarrassing. And I'm going to, okay. I like to eat baby food, uh, toddler food. Before we had children, I would occasionally buy toddler food. What's the difference between baby food and toddler food? Uh, toddler, baby food is more mushy, and toddler food is just like tiny little raviolis. Tiny, t- like little huh. small, small little portions. Yeah, we that were at pretty a good. Store. Yeah, but I always I felt like embarrassed when I would buy it at the store. We were at a and, grocery store, and we're buying it, and, and the guy, the checker, the guy was but, checking. I was like, "Oh, uh, what age is this three. for?" Yeah, mine is three. And I almost replied, "Oh, mine is thirty-seven. Uh, <laughs> That's a fun age. Yeah, that's a fun. So anyway, age. all I'm saying is we got a shipment of little spoon, and my mouth watered for me, but my kids like it too. 
Little Spoon makes 100% organic cold-pressed baby food for every eating stage, has a toddler and kids food line that takes you through the weaning stage and into the big kid years, and just launched a line of on-the-go smoothies. We went to Descanso Gardens, brought the smoothies with us, uh, and the kids wanted a snack while we were walking around. They loved them. Um, All of their recipes taste absolutely delicious. They're nutritionally balanced, free of junk, helping to set your little one up for a lifetime of health. Uh, I tried everything. Tastes legit great. Uh, so uh, the smoothies have made snacks time, time so much easier. Each flavor is inspired by a classic treat. They're all so good. Uh, the best part is the price is right. With kids' meals under $5 and baby food and smoothie snacks under $3, it makes trying Little Spoon easy start. Uh, the new year fresh with Little Spoon. Get 50% off your first order with the code BESTFRIEND at checkout. So... Uh, use the code best friend at checkout to get 50% off your first little spoon order. Also, we are supported by Peacock's Below Deck Down Under. Good day, Yachties. Your mm. favorite reality franchise is charting a course for Australia. In Peacock's new original series, Below Deck Down Under, on a super yacht near the Great Barrier Reef, it's not just the waves that rock the boat. Each charter of outrageous guests presents new challenges for the yachty hotties, but you can count on them to work hard and play harder. There may be sharks in the water, but this crew has a bite of its own. Fan fave Aisha from Below Deck Med is back as Chief Stew, while hunky newcomer Jason has everyone saying, aye, aye, Captain. Add in yacht size egos and dueling deckhands, and you can bet there's drama on the horizon. If you're looking for the ultimate escape, pull up that anchor and come aboard. Below Deck Down Under is streaming now with new episodes every Thursday only on Peacock. Okay, so dovetailing on Jordan's awkward conversation topic. Topic. um, Awkward conversations. That is the topic. I had an epiphany earlier, and I want to know if you guys agree. And here was my realization. After being a podcaster now for numerous years, I realized I pretty much never feel good about having a conversation about podcasting with someone when it is with someone who didn't know that I'm a podcaster and who isn't also a podcaster. When it it basically is like a, oh, what do you do kind of conversation. Uh, and I, where I feel like I volunteered the fact that I'm a podcaster and then we get into a conversation about podcasting and then I think, like, so I, I will, I will give you the conversation. Um, last week or the week before I talked about the guy who put together our kids bunk beds where I tipped him and then he came back later and then I tipped him again. And then he was like, Oh, are you sure? And then I almost was like, you know what? And then took the tip back because I was like tired and not paying attention. And then I'm like, what am I like? He, it was a social thing where I almost was like, yeah. And I couldn't believe I almost did that, but thankfully I didn't. But then I was like asking everyone, like, have you guys ever double tipped? And no one had, but I double tipped, but I feel okay about that. But anyway, we had him come back today to haul away some like, basically the box. He was here. The bunk beds came in gigantic boxes. And Daniel being, Daniel, this is what I realized. Daniel is like a very stand up dude. I feel like the guy that Jordan was having the conversation with is kind of a weenie. I've been thinking about, I feel like this is like a pretty retro 
line of thinking to be dividing men into categories of men. It's very, you know, we don't do that anymore. But Alison Rosen apparently still does. And there are people like Daniel who are just stand-up guys. And in the course of, and they're not weenies, but in the course of that, it, like we gave away, I, I tweeted about this. We wanted to get rid of a bed. And I was like, great, let's just throw it out. And Daniel's like, no, we're going to post it on the buy nothing group. And I, Daniel, I'm going to go out and purchase. Daniel like put time into it. He spent money to make sure that it went to a stranger who will now enjoy our used bed. But they knew they were I, in a uh, used bed. I, I did some, I t- tried to give something away on a buy nothing board recently. Um, I, I can, I can relate my experience later if there's time but i just want to say i sympathize yeah i mean i want to hear your i want to hear your story it's like it it's a not but it's like that's such a stand-up thing to do because my thing is like let's just put it in a landfill fuck it it won't be in our house anymore and i don't i'm not i'm not in favor of us but so anyway when the guy was here daniel's like we'll take care of the boxes so here the other week when he was here the other week to put together the bunk bed daniel's like don't worry about it we'll take care of the boxes so these humongous what what daniel i don't know why i don't think i realized how much styrofoam was in the boxes so these like humongous boxes and there are many of them we've had full of styrofoam thousand humongous boxes sitting in our living room ever since because daniel being the stand-up guy he is was like we got it don't worry about it and i keep saying to daniel i feel like he would have just hauled them away like why did you say that because you're a stand-up guy. So anyway, I finally texted the guy and was like, actually, could you haul them away? So he came back today. <clears throat> I'm going to try to make this faster than my natural, let me now? tell you. What? Why start abbreviating? Why start now? now? My, sto- my, stories, <laughs> my stories are longer than real time. That's okay. <laughs> Hey, people could sit through a three-hour Batman movie. They can sit through that's right a four-hour recounting four of the Batman story about <laughs> movie, right? Of the Batman. Anyway, the Batman. The bunk so bed. I had right. said to him, "Is there any?" He had said, "I can be there by four. Um, and then I was like, "Is there any way you could be here by three forty-five? Because we have something at four. And so that's when I re- with you guys I rescheduled to. 4:30. But so anyway, when he, you know, he was called me going to be here at 4:05 and da, da da and then, you know, he's like, "Oh, I thought you guys weren't going to be home." That kind of went back and forth and then I'm, you know, I am like, "Oh, actually cuz I was kind of rushing around. I'm like, "Oh, actually he was like saying, "Oh, I thought you weren't going to be here. I thought you were leaving." And I said, "No, I have a studio in the back and and we're going to go record a podcast." Already, why am I offering this much information? He's like, "Oh, what podcast?" <laughs> and I said, "Oh, it's called Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, meanwhile, I'm wearing my Allison Rosen is your new best friend shirt already. <laughs> Not cool. Um, and <laughs> and then he's like, oh, um, and then uh, oh no, sorry, I said oh, I have three Allison Rosen is your new best friend, childish and upwardly weekly. It's like oh, cool. You know, I'm like oh, do you listen to podcasts? And he's like yes. Um, and then I could tell he thought like maybe I wouldn't have heard of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. I, not- I do like the thought of him not knowing that you have a podcast, and but knowing your name and just walking in, you're wearing a shirt that says Allison <laughs> Rosen is your new best friend. <laughs> it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So then he says, he's like, oh, your mom's house. 
Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been on that podcast. She's like, oh, cool. And then he's like looking at me and then he's like, oh, wait. And then he's saying and, and maybe he's just saying it to like make me feel better. Like, oh, wait, I think I remember you on that show. Like, I didn't recognize you last time because of the mask. And then he's sort of like, he's like, yeah, my wife and I are mommies. That's what they call their fans. Um, anyway, long story short. We have this like a kind of extended conversation about the other podcast that he's into and like, oh, yeah, I've had some of them on my podcast, blah, blah. But I went back into the house thinking I did not need to have this conversation with him where I felt like I was I don't really feel like I was trying to impress him. But I do feel like and I'm not saying he was imp- I don't, it was just one of those like, oh, I have a screenplay that I wrote. I don't know if you've heard of it, but yeah, like look me up on IMDb right. someday. Right. Like, oh, like why did I have to have this conversation? And by the way, he said that he would subscribe to my podcast and I believe he probably will. And he might hear this. And if he does, I don't want him to feel like I'm saying I regret this conversation. I don't. I regret my own. This is, this is, he was, he has been nothing but professional and lovely. And I am super excited that he's going to listen to my show and he has excellent taste in shows. And I hope I would be overjoyed to have him and his wife as listeners. I'm just talking about the fact that deep down a part of me still feels that podcasting is not a legitimate career. And therefore, I wish I never, ever brought it up when I talk to someone about what I do. And I could have when when he's like, oh, I thought I thought you're going to be out. I could have just said, oh, yeah, I have a Zoom. Why did I have to offer all this extra I, information? I had already told him that we're doing a show. So he, wait, are you serious? Well, I was just telling him, like, I got to go. We're recording a show because I was helping him, but I had to leave. Oh, I didn't tell him what it was. Well, could, it confused. could have been any kind of show. Yeah, I don't I'm, care if he knows what I'm talking about or not. I'm just, that's just what I said. Oh, well, it, it, I felt like I was starting from scratch with him. Anyway, everyone else here does podcasting, but Robin, you do screenwriting and show writing, which I feel like is a similar kind of thing where you're like, why did I get into this conversation? Mm-hmm. Yes, all the time. And the worst part is when people uh, want, they're like, have I seen anything you've worked on? Much like the guy was like, have yeah. I heard anything? And I, I've worked on shows that I think I work, I'd say 80% of the shows I've written on no one's heard of. Um, and then the 20% that people have heard of, they ha- they still haven't heard of it if I say it out loud. So I'm like, maybe you've heard of The Middle or Samantha Who or Galavant and they go... No, I, I don't have a TV. I don't watch TV. <laughs> right. It, like, that's always the response when you say you're a TV writer. Um, and I have, I, I've been at parties where people have pulled up my IMDb at the party. <laughs> oh, God. No. And there's a guy, a friend of a friend. I still call him IMDb to this day because I'm like, what? It was so important for you to know I was the story editor on Sons of Tucson in 2009 <laughs> that you had to stop what you were doing at this party. But it's constant. And actually what I'll say is I went to I went on a trip with like a group of people and I did not want to talk about TV writing because I, I knew what the do you all sit in a room? Do you each write an episode? Do you know what is it like? And da, 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 like the same questions every time. And I just told people that I was a court reporter and that's I thought that would be a good thing to say. I should say this took place in Israel. I was on like not I was like on an older people's trip to Israel, not like um, birthright, but older. I was in my 30s 
And I was like, I'm a court reporter. It's so boring. I just type, 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 type so fast. But that is and a job people might have a million questions how about. How do you do this? I, feel like, I don't know. Yeah. That, I don't know. <laughs> I this like, plan. This is what I do. Yeah. And then I'm not kidding you. We're at this point. I think we're at climbing Masad in Israel, which is this big mountain. And we get to the top and my two, two of like my oldest and dearest friends happened to be at the top and they were like, Oh my God, how's your new show? And I was like, Oh, I'm a court reporter. Um, <laughs> I, I call my transcript shows. <laughs> yeah. Every time I type something out, I call it a show. <laughs> I type it out on that weird uh, stenographer thing, and then a script comes out. Um, <laughs> but yes, it happens constantly. It even happened on Saturday night. I was at a in a buffet line at a bat, bat mitzvah. Don't want to brag, but this woman was like asking shrimp tower. What do we got? A shrimp tower? Uh, what are we talking? There were blintzes? no shrimp. It was more for kids. It was like kids' food, really. Okay. Um, Ooh, Allison would have it. <laughs> would have actually. But we were in line. We were in line at this thing, and and this woman started. A- this wonderfully nice woman started asking Sam and I very the very basic questions about TV writing, and then we were like, "What do you do?" And she was like, "I'm a patent lawyer in Silicon Valley." And then I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Are you watching um, the, drop the Dropout on Hulu?" Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "No, what is that?" And I was what like, "It's all about patents in Silicon Valley. Mm, <laughs> like this is a know. show about you." And she was like, oh, I'll watch it. But I think some of us get really into TV and podcasts, and then we forget that there's a larger world out there that doesn't know what the dropout is, that's never heard of anything. And that's generally the world I traffic in most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think think – and this is something I I struggle with as well. And, like, I think that, like, like we're – you know, nobody wants to be, like, the braggy asshole. So I think we're, we're we're maybe like kind of socially encouraged to kind of downplay stuff. But mm-hmm. I think like in that sort of situation, people would enjoy hearing about it. Um, yeah. It's- but yeah, I think like within our like, you know, in our like little social bubble, like I'm like, well, I don't want to go to a party and hear about some fucking guy's podcast where him and his dumb buddies watch Battlestar Galactica or whatever. <laughs> like... I, you know, but, but I think at, a, at some, you know, at a, at a non-industry thing with just like people who have other kinds of job, I think they would enjoy hearing about it. Like I would enjoy hearing about being a patent lawyer or a court reporter. Like right. if I met a court reporter, I would have a million questions about being a court reporter. So I think <laughs> you, you know, I think, I think we can assume that, that people would enjoy hearing some modest facts from someone who's a normal person, you know? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know it, why it, it left me feeling. Well, it left you weird. feeling like you had to prove. I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, but it may have left you feeling like you had to prove yourself. Yes, although guy. I didn't. I, but it was completely. I had completely done it to myself. Like right, he, right. Yeah, we do I imagined. I did it to myself. Yes. Yeah, and that is yes. It, it's. Right. I had completely done it to myself because I was imagining what he might be thinking. And then I was responding to that when really it was like it was a completely one sided experience. And I think Jordan's right. He was probably like, oh, cool. I met. 
oh, cool. I thought she was just a, you know, woman who needed someone to put together a bunk bed, but turns out she's been a guest on these, or actually, probably he's like, oh, cool. I, I think I've actually heard her on these podcasts. That's cool. That's probably the end yeah. of it for him. But and, yeah, for that, me, and that's a great, and that's a great kind of person to be having that conversation with because they already, they do, you know, you don't have to explain a podcast to them. That's always a little bit tough. Right. And then there's the, <laughs> I only listen to Rogan people. Like, oh, have you heard Rogue? And then you yeah. have to get into that whole thing. But yeah, right. this is a. it seems like this was a nice, cozy little zone where, you know, he's aware of what they are and yeah. and you have a little connection to some of the shows he likes. So I don't I don't know. I think this is like, yeah, I think that's like a good, solid, safe piece of chit chat. Yeah, I guess you're right. And I still felt like I was trying. I still felt like I was being like. Whoa, look at me. I've got three podcasts. I've got a studio in the back. You thought you were just talking to a mom, but I have a podcast. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, just don't go blah after you <laughs> finish talking, and then you'll be fine. Just don't go Emotion- blah. Emotional, I went blah. I would venture to say, for him, that was probably the most exciting conversation he's had with a client at work in weeks. <laughs> and for you, it was full of panic and despair. But... I understand the instinct to not want to share anything. Like I, I go to parties. I don't want to share a thing because I don't want to answer. I don't want to answer yeah. the lengthy process of like, what's your, what are your IMDb credits and how does a writer's room work? Um, but actually, I remember when Morgan Murphy and I had Los Feel as the podcast. Uh-huh. I was I happened to be in Idaho and this guy was talking about podcasts and I just kind of threw it out there. I was like, oh, my friend and I just started a podcast and he was like, I'm going to listen to it. And I was like, cool. And he's in Idaho. Remember, Los Feliz is a neighborhood in L.A. <laughs> and he took it upon himself to email me after that Idaho trip and let me know that he listened to every episode of Los Feliz, the podcast, and he did not like it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wait, what? What, He had notes for me. Wow. So here I was putting myself out there saying, like, if you like podcasts, maybe you like this one I do about my neighborhood with my friend. Why did he listen to every episode? (laughs) Why, Why did he feel the need to tell you he didn't like it? I don't know. It could be the same thing that Allison experienced where like the guy gets a little glint in his eye of like, ooh, I'm talking to somebody and I should. It's like when I say, oh, I worked on Diary of a Future President every bit or any TV show I say I worked on. People's reaction is like, oh, I'll watch it. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't have to watch it. No one said you had to watch it. I'm just I feel like go go ahead and watch and listen. Just if you don't like it, no need for follow up. Wait, can we go back to something, though? You ran into two of your best friends on the top of a mountain in Israel. Yes. I know it's small, Not, but how did this happen? I'll say, okay, for the, it sounds better to say they were my best friends. They were close friends of mine from kindergarten through high school. And they well, happened to be, still I know, but they, they happened to be on a separate sort of 30 something trip to Israel. And it was like, this is how many Jews there are in the world that when three of them are at the top of the mountain, like three out of these 10 people went to kindergarten together. It was <laughs> wild. It was one of the craziest moments of my life. Truly. Was, was that a good trip? Are you glad you went on it, it? I am glad I went. It was in 2006 and they paid for me to go. And, um, and my my bosses at the time were nice enough to let me go, and it was it's something about Israel is is very mystical and spiritual, but also kind of exhausting because when you're there, you want to really see it. And they were on a mission to show us the whole country, but I was actually supposed to go back for my nephew's bar mitzvah last summer, but couldn't because of COVID. I'd like to go to Israel just as like Isra- an Israeli walking around the market and just like I don't need to do all the tours. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, but 
but but also it's so rich in history. You want the tours. So I don't know. You'll come back wearing a big Jewish star around your neck. That's for sure. <laughs> you Did feel you? a sense of like, yeah, I, I mean, this was 2006, but I remember coming back and getting like a big high or something because <laughs> I was like so into being Jewish for six months. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, it was a really good trip. I met some nice people. And then one of the people was that I met on that trip was is now the head of publicity at CBS. And when I was working there, I was like, hi, oh, my God, I went to Israel with you in 2006. She's like, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> she had no idea who I was. So if you remember you know, that some- trip to Israel, you weren't there, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. It was. I was just I like, know. she was so clear in my mind as somebody I went to Israel with, and she's like, "Oh my god, I don't remember you, but that trip was so fun." <laughs> it's fine, guys. It's fine. I memorize everyone's faces, and then when I see them 15 years later, I'm like, "We know each other," and they're like, "No, we don't." I'm like, "No, we do," and then they we figure it out. This is wait, but but she's wrong, and you're right, right? I was right. Yes. I was like, no, you're married to this guy and you guys got pregnant on that trip and then you had a baby. Like, I know the whole thing. And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, that was us. You told (laughs) me about your mom and you cried in my arms. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Sorry. Nothing. (laughs) We prayed at the Wailing Wall together. Nothing. Nothing. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. How frustrating. I don't appreciate that she doesn't remember. That's all right. It's all right. I would never forget. Um, let's say hello and welcome to our new patrons. Patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Wit Yao who signed up for Daniel. Thank you. Oh, yes, I, excellent. Someone recognizes on my screen. I can't even, I can't even, you're blocked right now. <laughs> Uh, hello and welcome to Wit Yahoo signed up for an annual subscription. Hello and welcome to Sarah Hersey who signed up for the texting level. Hello and welcome to Tony who increased his annual subscription, not this Tony. Uh, hello and welcome to Ainsley who signed up for an annual subscription. And uh, the next thing I wrote down is iced oatmeal cookies, which was the carb. Hello and welcome to iced oatmeal cookies. Sign up for an annual subscription. Get 12 months for the price of 10. I already mentioned That's that. A deal. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Patreon. Guys, this was so much fun. Yeah. Thank yes. you so much. Oh, um, listen to my other podcast, Childish and Upworthy Weekly. I have a newsletter. You guys, I'm newslettering now. I'm one of those. Subscribe to it. AllisonRosen.substack.com. Uh, and uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe and uh, leave us a, a review, won't you, on Apple Podcasts because we read them on the show and we love to do that. Jordan, where might we find you? Uh, well, I do a podcast. That's right. I do a podcast. Ask me all of your podcasting questions. I'd love to I love to field them. How do they make money? Um, are you excited about all the big companies getting into it? Yes, yes, and yes. Um, yes, I do a podcast. It's called Jordan Jesse Go. Allison's been on a number of times. She's a recurring fan favorite guest. And you can find that at MaximumFun.org um, or wherever you get your shows. And uh, yeah, the graphic novel that I co-wrote is still available for purchase. It is called Bubble. It is a sci-fi comic. And uh, yeah, I um, thank you. I'm, I'm glad I mentioned it so much. There's a drop for it. Um, 
Actually, I my uh, co-author uh, Sarah Morgan, who is from the UK, was in town um, in town visiting, and we actually signed a couple copies uh, together at Book Soup in LA. So, uh, nice. if you want a couple a copy signed by the two of us, um, Book Soup has them, and they they ship anywhere in the world. So they're they're a great little indie. So if you want one of those, uh, go on their website or call them up. Book Soup, but also the book is wherever you get your books and comics. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And Robin, what about you? You can find me on Instagram at at Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You and all your bros going out for some yeah. cannolis. <laughs> We're just going to give you COVID the second you log on. Um, It's at Robin Shore, R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R on Instagram. Wonderful. And Daniel? Uh, You can follow me at texting and I will text me and i'll text you back that's the new social network that i'm on no um it's so no. toxic there i can't handle it i can't handle it's, texting. Uh, it's so toxic. Uh, no. you know what it's just little me at daniel quants mm. twitter and instagram for where that's where all the fun is not really. great <laughs> <laughs> seems fun but uh, you know what you should follow me anyway though like yeah sometimes you need to do things that are that are counterintuitive. Like you think this isn't going to be, this isn't going to be fun. I should do it. Better <laughs> for you. It's healthy. It's like, you know, drinking one of those green smoothies. Right. I'm the green smoothie of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps you regular. Preferred <laughs> drink of Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Oh, right. Green juice. I have an Elizabeth Holmes story to tell you guys we'll tell too, after we, <laughs> after we get off. Wait, is it a, is it a, so, uh, Full disclosure, we are recording another episode with the same crew for next week. Is your Elizabeth <sighs> Holmes story an on-air or an off-air story? Uh, I'll tell it to you off-air, and then you can tell tell me if I should tell it on-air or not. Oh, can't wait. Okay. And Tony, what about you? Uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram at... Tony Thaxton! <laughs> and Bizarre Albums every Tuesday, and... Yeah, nothing else to promote right now. Bizarre Albums is great. It is Thank great. You. It rules. Check out Thank the Bert, check out the Burt Reynolds country music episode. I loved it. Oh Burt Reynolds God. is such a funny weirdo. <laughs> is he still alive? No. no. R.I.P. Was no. was he R.I.P. Right? He RIP'd. Couple years. He fully yeah, R.I.P. A, a while. Oh, but ago. Tom Selleck is the one that's still alive. Yeah, he's gonna totally alive. Soon, totally into guns. Mm. And yeah, totally as weird politics. Tom Selleck. Yeah. Well. Not a huge surprise there, I guess. You guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. 